appreciated it when I brought you the news. Consider this your dose of real estate news that matters to you. During this episode, we're going to check on the news, see what's going on. I might even read the DMs, answer a few questions, maybe one or two. It just depends on how the vibe goes. Welcome back to Tell Me More Rodney. Let's get into it. Episode 20, Season 2. Yeah, let me say that again. Episode 20, Season 2. We've come a long way, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your support. And continue to share the show. Have you shared the show? I'm going to need you guys to treat Tell Me More Rodney like your favorite book. Share it with a friend. Let's get into the show. Episode 20. Okay, so our first article came from a listener who is uh, practicing real estate in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. And, you know, she was bringing it to my attention. She was like, Rodney, are, are you aware of, you know, these issues with the insurance companies that we're having here in Florida? And I was I had read about it in the paper, but I, I thought this was something that as her and I discussed this, I wanted to bring it to the show and share it with you guys. I mean, property insurance um, is, a, is a, you know, it's a part of getting a mortgage It's part of uh, home ownership. It's a part of our business uh, in real estate. We have some several players and um, we call them third party people that are attached to our real estate transactions. Therefore, they're attached to our success. Um, you know, we all know the the normal uh, characters, uh, the lender, uh, the other agent, um, the appraiser, um, the inspector. Um, and, and a lot of people kind of overlook this and, and forget about the insurance companies, the, 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 the person that's going to be providing that property insurance and, and getting those quotes and rates and things like that, uh, that that's a big part of uh, the real estate transaction that for a lot of us, we kind of take for granted. We're like, I ain't never had no deal uh, blow up because of the uh, insurance, um, you know, uh, the buyer having trouble or struggling uh, as the people are, are doing there in Jacksonville, Florida, struggling to uh, find an insurance company that will uh, provide them insurance. Well, our brothers and sisters practicing real estate in Florida can tell you um, there there are some issues. They're struggling with um, property insurance. Uh, According to the article, it continues to be a hot topic in Florida, the property insurance crisis. I mean, they're literally calling a crisis there, Um, you know, that has resulted in skyrocketing uh, premiums for homeowners and dozens of insurance companies have been... um, pretty much just stop writing policies in the state. Um, that's, you know, this crisis, uh, according to the article, this this crisis is also affecting the real estate market as home buyers are finding it increasingly difficult to secure property, uh, you know, property insurance. You know, what, what you take for granted, someone else may be struggling with. I know some of the, the, the 
big reasons typically you'll see, and it's also mentioned in this article, where someone may not be able to secure uh, property insurance. Um, be careful with pools. I'll tell you that. Um, but the, the common things, to, you know, to kind of be on the lookout for is the, the age of the roof. Uh, homes with old roofs, uh, they get rejected all the time. Uh, properties having lapse in coverage. Please, please, please check that ahead of time. If you well, you can, and I'll show you how. I'll tell you how because uh, you came to tell me more, Rodney. So Rodney's not just give you this news without some type of solution or some kind of way to uh, mitigate your loss and help yourself. That's that's why we're here. We're here to help each other. Um, some other reasons, uh, of course, you know the other the previous owner could have filed a, uh, some claims, some, some a bunch of claims in the past, things like that, and you know the insurance companies are like no. Uh, we're, we're not we're not backing that uh, anymore. One of the things that I recommend for you guys out here is getting a clue report. Okay, not not get a clue, but get a clue report. Uh, it's a well, clue stands for a comprehensive uh, loss underwriting exchange, and basically, I, I won't get technical, but I will tell you, it's like getting a Carfax, but for your, for the house, right? It's it's a report that's going to show you uh, about the. They go about I think about six or seven years. You guys, will, I think it's about seven years. They go back. And they just review like past claims, things like that. They check the history of the property and, and, and it's a great report and everything like that. So I'm going to recommend for the people down in Florida, people everywhere, uh, make sure you add that, you know, as a part of your practice, uh, get that clue report, C-L-U-E. All right. And don't worry, I'll put the link in the show notes so you guys can uh, get right there. But uh, check into that. OK, and hopefully that helps uh, some of the agents there in Jacksonville and also Thank you so much for sending me the article so that I can share it with the listeners. Okay, so our next article comes out of Massachusetts. And um, what we have going on there are lawmakers are debating rent control as agents are pushing for new construction. I really want to I want to punt this one to the listeners. I want to know how do you guys feel about um possible rent control, um, you know, and I'm hearing that not just in this state, but in a, in a lot of states, um, that in cities there where they're considering rent control, or maybe in your city, they already have rent control. If you do, please let me know so we can let everybody know how that's, how that's going. In the article, it says, as with the rest of the nation, the state of Massachusetts is looking for solutions to tamper inventory shortages and high housing costs. While state lawmakers are currently debating rent control legislation as one potential answer to the issue. I I don't know. I, I really wonder if if that's if that's going to help by them kind of capping and, and putting in rent control measures. You know, is that going to is that how is that going to help the the general real estate market or new construction? Um, in, in fact, the uh, Massachusetts Association of Realtors, they're advocating to increase housing construction instead. I mean, I, I think the the local real estate you know, associations, they get it. They're on the front line. So I'm leaning their way. I mean, them saying, hey, we need new construction in, instead of this. So I, I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. You know, um, a lot of people, you know, uh, one of the people are quoted. They said, you know, rent control ties to an attack on a system of our lack of building. Um, that's 
I kind of agree with that. Uh, whenever you get people getting in and they're talking about, hey, we need you know rent control and things like that, it's typically because there's a shortage of new construction or you know or just plain building uh, in, in an area and things like that. And I'm not just saying new construction, but also renovation. Uh, investors purchasing homes and uh, then them being able to buy those homes and you know repurpose those homes, f- fix those homes, and provide uh, housing for people. I think it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out nationally. Just, you know, you know, what's going to be the answer for housing with the primary questions being how do we put down affordable houses for people? How do we continue to ensure people can, you know, become homeowners, uh, access to housing? And I think how do we protect current owners how do we protect their their equity how do we protect their values as well so it's going to be interesting um a lot of people will say oh they got to get home prices down well you're you're only talking to one half of that market because all of those sellers are going you want to do what no, you guys got to come up with another plan versus me being the sole uh, giver and and, and solution uh, bearer, you know, as the seller. So it's going to be interesting or the builder. Uh, so it, it, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, let's switch gears. Uh, we, as you know, we're international uh, here on Tell Me More Rodney, and we received an article uh, from a listener in Canada. You guys know we're pretty big up in Canada. Shout out to everybody in Canada. Uh, I think they call it, I think Drake calls it the six. All right. Anyway, y'all fact check me on that. Here's what's going on up in Canada. Canada's real estate market continues to heat up in May with home sales posting their first year over year increase since June of 2021. The finding released by the Canadian Real Estate Association on Thursday suggested a market shift away from the sluggish sales and slumping prices the country uh, has seen since last year. Uh, that's great news uh, for you know the real estate agents, the community there. That you know, in you know, even in their market, they're they're starting to see and get back and get some price increases and you know, good things like that for the values and everything like that. So shout out to Canada, and of course, a special shout out to, as my pastor used to say, all of those under the sound of my voice. All right. Tell me more, Rodney. We up in Canada, y'all. Thank you so much for the article. Thank you so much for listening to the show. All right. We're getting ready to hit the DM. Let's see what's going on because there's always something going on in the Tell Me More Rodney DM on Instagram. Let's check it out. All right. So let's hit the DM. And again, we're going on Instagram at Tell Me More Rodney. Let's check into the DM and see what we got. Let's answer a few. We got a lot of emails. Um, Let's pick one here. Oh, who to pick? Who to pick? Who to pick? Let's see. All right. You primary right. All right. Here we go. We're going to go right here. Uh, I won't name names because I haven't told this person that I wanted to um, read their DM publicly. But let's see what they got. All right. Hi, Rodney. I am a loyal listener of the show. I love my loyal listeners. Thank you. 
right. I just have a simple question. How hard is the real estate exam? Okay, well, you didn't give me much information, so I'm going to have to do some snooping, see where you're located at, and um, maybe, you know, I can help you out there. But I did a little research for you. I got you right here. Here is uh, something I found interesting, and it did this study and a review of, of real estate exams. And I was just trying to figure out, like, you know, how hard is it to become, you know, to pass the real estate exam and like which states are which which places has like, you know, the, the best or the hardest or the the easiest real estate exam. And of course, that kind of stuff, you know, it you know, Rodney's kind of geeking out on that type of information. So let me bring you some of this information just in case you're geeking out as well, too. All right. So it lists here the hardest real estate exam uh, by state. And this is as of um, March 2023. All right. The top hardest state to get your real estate exam is... Drum roll. Texas. Y'all knew it was coming. I know somebody's from Texas listening to the show and they're going, yes, uh, this is just, you know, their findings. And uh, number two on that list was Colorado, followed by Oregon. Then you had California, Nevada and Ohio. But. There it is. Texas is at the top of the list. And a big reason for that, uh, well, one of the reasons for that is the, the amount of hours that, that are required of training. In Texas, is, it leads the list at uh, 180 hours, uh, you know, as of March 2023 required to, you know, become a real estate agent, uh, a realtor here in the state of Texas. Uh, again, Colorado uh, was number two on that list and they require 168 hours or again, 150, and then California, 135. So in Texas, it, it requires a lot of hours. Uh, it's a lot of time. And with those hours that, you know, that's money um, because you pay for those hours, you know, and that training. So Texas is right there. The article and study also said that Texas is largely considered the most difficult state to obtain your real estate license. Many factors go into this, um, primarily the sheer size of the state. Texas is also the prime destination for immigration internationally and domestically. Now, I know this article says all of this, but me personally, I didn't think it was that hard. I mean, and I've taken both exams. I've taken the, the real estate you know, agent or salesperson, they call it. And of course, the broker's exam. So I, I didn't feel that they were, you know, that difficult. Yes, there was a lot of cost and, you know, some money up front. And a lot of people in Texas will tell you, well, it's not that expensive. Uh, I think I remember on a, a few episodes, uh, I was talking about the the true cost of, of getting in uh, real estate. And I've had some guests on this show that have talked about, you know, the investment uh, they made to, to become a real estate agent here in the state of Texas. But let's look at these other states. Uh, let's go to see who, who let's see who has it easy. Uh, out here, at least in the United States, um, Vermont uh, only requires 40 hours. I know somebody in Texas is going, what? You could do that in a week. Uh, Vermont has 40 hours. Michigan, 40 hours. Massachusetts, 40 hours. Uh, Alaska, uh, 40 hours. Rhode Island, 
uh, goes up a little bit, gives you 45 hours. I guess you got to do a little overtime in, in Rhode Island. Uh, Wyoming at 54, Maine at 55 uh, hours uh, required to uh, get your real estate exam. So anyway, I don't know if that answered my, my person's question or not, but uh, I'm going to say uh, depending on what state you are, you're in um, and, and where you're located at, uh, it varies. Uh, so in Texas, I still say even with that requirement they have, it's it's not a, a difficult exam. It's something that I, I feel that most people, you know, if they apply themselves, can pass. Okay, so um, go forward. Good luck on your exam. Thanks for writing me. Thanks for the DM on Instagram. And if someone's listening to this episode and they're thinking, I got some questions for Rodney. I want to talk to Rodney. Of course, hit me up at Tell Me More Rodney on Instagram. And who knows? Maybe your DM might be um, become a part of the show. So anyway, guess what? Guess what? That's right. You just made it through another episode of Tell Me More Rodney. I hope you guys had fun. Do me a favor. Share it with a friend. Let me know. Reach out to me. Continue to do this. I appreciate it. This show belongs to you. It is what we make it together. Okay? Tell Me More Rodney. Season 2. Oh,